to Where I Long to Be, a magical trip report podcast. My name is Virginia, and I am your host. I'm so happy that you have chosen to listen, since I know you have a lot of podcasts out there to choose from. So thanks for choosing this one. If you have a minute, I'd appreciate it if you could rate or review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on now. It really helps others to find the show. Today, you'll hear my conversation with Jeanette and Marin, who recently got back from a trip to Disneyland for the return of the West Coast Run Disney Races. They were registered for the half marathon and are both using this as a part of the Coast to Coast Challenge, which earns you a special medal if you complete a race on both coasts at Disneyland and Walt Disney World within a certain time frame. If you didn't listen to their pre-trip report, this adventure was January 12th through the 16th, and they stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. Joining them were Marin's husband, Ryan, and her mom and dad, as well as friends, Mariah and Rita. While Marin's mom was not running the half marathon, Marin's husband, Ryan, was originally scheduled to, but had to pull out due to an injury. So Marin's dad stepped in to join in the Run Disney bound with Marin and Mariah as Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And Jeanette got in on the action to bound as her favorite DuckTales regular, Webby. And with that, you should be caught up enough. So don't run away. Get it? Run? (laughs) Here are Jeanette and Marin. Welcome back to Marin and Jeanette, fresh off a Disneyland trip. How are you both doing? All right. Still a little exhausted from uh, the go, go, go nature of of the trip, but um, happy to be home. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Feeling feeling magical. Maybe a a little germy because there's germs everywhere in the world these Mm -hmm. days. But uh, you know what? The magic of Disney can overcome anything. (laughs) <laughs> that and a lot of rest. <laughs> so true, so true. All right. For anybody who did not listen to the pre-trip, um, Jeanette and Marin were off to Disneyland for the first run Disney race in multiple years. When when we were talking during the pre-trip, you speculated that the last one was in 2016 or 2017. Did you get confirmation of when the last one was since we last spoke? You know, I didn't bother to Google, but I, I did overhear other people saying it was like seven years also. So I think we were right. I think it was like 2017. Okay. All right. And and when we were talking before, obviously that is not based on the pandemic. So we were uh, getting the hot gossip from Marin that the reason could possibly be Disneyland and it having to work things out with the city of Anaheim when it comes to being able to use the streets and things of that nature. so. And actually, something really interesting that did happen at the race, just to jump ahead a bit, was mm-hmm. that the mayor of Anaheim was one of the runners. Um, oh. And she is a big Run Disney proponent. And they announced her and welcomed her at the beginning of the race. Mm-hmm. So my speculation may have been confirmed that new mayor is bringing back Run Disney and old regime was so okay well that's good news for all of the run disney fans out there because i know that um they are all over the country and it it is nice for the people on the west coast to have something a little closer to home to be able to run to the magic so to speak so let's get started on all of the details so first we're going to actually start with jeanette because Jeanette arrived a day earlier so that she could get in some more park time. So Jeanette, you flew in and we're going to be staying at an off-property hotel 
called the Alpine Inn. We discussed in the pre-trip that it was not a good neighbor hotel. So I'm really interested to hear how was that? Would you recommend it for other people who are looking for something that's an offsite option? Um, I think it was a fine place to land. Um, I think sound carried a little bit in that motel. So I don't know if I would have wanted to stay there for like the long haul. Mm -hmm. Um, I got in quite late. I got in like I think 11 o'clock. Thankfully, my girlfriend Courtney picked me up at the airport. So that was really nice. My flight was really smooth. Everything was easy. But um, and even arriving there and checking in that late at night was actually quite easy. Um, so it was a good it was a good place to land mm-hmm. to crash. I was tired. Uh, I woke up on Eastern time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I woke up around 530 and I could hear some of the cheering from um, run Disney folks going running down Catella. I believe that was the day of the 10K. Oh, OK. So, which my roommate for the night, our friend Rita, um, was running that. So she was already gone when I woke up. Um, and uh, yeah, I, so again, I think that sound does carry a little bit at, at that motel. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 10K was on Saturday the 13th and you arrived on the Friday night, the night before on yes. January the 12th. Okay. Exactly. All right. All right. So it was just an overnight stay. So you immediately had to get all your things together and and pack them up. So what time did you head out if you woke up that early? Yeah, I ended up heading out a little bit before seven. It was about a 20 minute walk from the um, Alpine Inn to the Disneyland Hotel. It was all on um, sidewalk. There was actually people out running like locals out running at that time so Mm -hmm. it didn't feel uncomfortable at all um i 20 minutes walking with a suitcase is a little different than 20 minutes walking normally so maybe you know maybe don't need to do that all the time um but the nice thing was i got to the disneyland hotel uh probably like 7 15 and they already had a room available for us so i was able to go ahead and and check myself fully in drop off all my bags didn't have to deal with all services got to see the room i even did like a little video in the room since i was alone i thought this is one of those times where i could take a little room video um and it was my first time at the disneyland hotel so i was really excited to to see the rooms and to stay there we were in the frontier hotel so when you first walk into the lobby of that tower Mm-hmm. There's a huge model of Big Thunder Mountain, which is one of my favorite rides. Um, and the carpeting kind of has the color scheme of like the Grand Canyon. Um, and then I think the rooms, and Marin can probably fill us in on this 100%, but I believe the room decor is the same from tower to tower. It's really just the lobby and a little bit of like the carpeting that is specific per tower. There was mm-hmm. also the Adventure Tower, the Discovery Tower, and then the Fantasy Tower. Okay. Were the two rooms that you all were going to be staying in connected or were they separated? Yeah, I was able to we didn't we didn't know if we would even be like in the same hall, in the same tower, but when I checked mm-hmm. in, they asked me, they were like, Do you want connected rooms? And I said, Yes, we do. So we had mm-hmm. uh two connected rooms and and actually usually kept those doors open so that we could holler over to one another. 
Nice. Fun. Okay. So just for anybody who did not listen to the pre-trip, they had two rooms at the Disneyland Hotel. One was going to be Jeanette and uh, Rita, and then also joined by Mariah, who has been on previous trips with you. And so anybody who listened to any of Jeanette's previous episodes will have heard that name. And then a second room for Marin and Marin's husband and Marin's mom and dad, because mom joined at the last second. So I know that in the pre-trip, you mentioned that your husband was not going to be running because of an injury. So how is he doing with his injury? Yeah, he's still got his boot. Um, he did a great job hobbling around Disney. He even went and met us at the finish line of the mm-hmm. race. Um, but yeah, he's he's slowly but surely healing, but not not to running state yet. All right. So Jeanette got to do a little room tour. So what time did you end up heading out to adventure on your own? So I don't remember the exact time. I just know that I was quick enough that I made it to early entry hours. Um, and I actually switched it up from my my um, pre-trip plan mm-hmm. uh, to go to DCA. And that was sort of inspired by Marin talking about the Guardians ride. So I mm. – um, went into DCA. They let people in early, but then they hold them on a Mm -hmm. certain street in the park. And then you get to go on this little side path and show on your phone that you're staying at one of the Disneyland hotels. And then they let you in and you're basically on like empty streets. So it was really cool. So I I took a couple of pictures by the animation building where they do the um, animation lessons. Um, I took some pictures in front of the, the Guardians Mission Breakout Tower, which I sent to you in the Dames, Virginia. <laughs> and, um, and then I rode um, Mission Breakout for, the first, for my first time ever. Um, mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved it. I got the song Hit Me With Your Best Shot, which was the best song that I got. I did ride this ride a couple of times on the trip. That was the best song to me. Mm-hmm. I think there were maybe three, two or three that I didn't get, but I still think it might be the best song overall. And it was really fun because I was, I I was, I I got the front row. I was placed in the front row and there was two young men next to me. And as soon as the riff at the top of that song came in, the kid sitting next to me was like, yeah. So (laughs) like really like had great energy around me. And you know, they, they talk about it on the Imagineering, um, show about how uh it really they changed the sensation from one of like fear and and like an exciting drop to one that is like a giggle inducer like a baby being thrown up and down and I a hundred percent felt that I was giggling like crazy and then Mm -hmm. I was giggling at myself giggling and (laughs) you know the plot of the ride is also really fun so I, I I just loved it honestly it might be my new favorite (laughs) <laughs> wow. Okay. That is uh, an amazing endorsement from Jeanette. Yeah. So when you say new favorite, do you mean new mm-hmm. favorite in Disneyland or new favorite in either park? I got to say maybe across the board because the thing about it is is that um, Tower of Terror and Cosmic Rewind mm-hmm. are two of my absolute favorites. And it's like their their love child. So yes, it's, it's you know, like it's it kind of ticking a lot of boxes for me. Uh huh. 
Okay. Um, one thing I can not really remember is whether Disneyland has the memory maker package that you can sign up for and whether you did that or not. So I didn't do it. They do a thing where if you get Genie for the day, your photos are included. Okay. Um, but on the days that I didn't have Genie, I just didn't really use it. Um, I actually, actually didn't really use PhotoPass that much at all on this trip. My um, memory is that in both of those parks, the PhotoPass photographers are not as plentiful as they are in Orlando. I would say that's true. I mean, just the kind of spacing that exists in in Disney World where you might have like a little corner carved out for a PhotoPass person mm-hmm. doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I saw a few – like if there was a character spot that was a dedicated character spot, it seemed like there was PhotoPass people there. There were PhotoPass people in front of some of the really popular statues. Like there's a statue of Mickey Mouse and Walt right when you come into DCA. So there's a PhotoPass person there. But mm-hmm. I, you're right. I didn't really see as many of them as I feel like I see in, in, in Walt Disney World. Okay. All right. Well, what was next after Guardians? Yeah, so after that, I went to get breakfast um, in the Grizzly Run area at a place <laughs> called um, Smoke Jumpers. They had a vegetarian plant-based breakfast burrito, which was pretty good. It came with crinkle-cut fries, which were very good. And then um, I also ordered um, a breakfast cold brew. I had like used the search to figure out where all the yummy cold brews were throughout the parks and made a list of them and kind of we ticked a bunch of them off. So this one I ended up ticking off by myself. It was kind of a cocoa cold brew with with sweet foam and then it had um, chocolate rice krispies on top of it. And it was good. It was it was it was very good and it gave me like a positive feeling for the the cold brews, the other cold brews that I would be trying. Mm-hmm. That sounds similar to the I can't remember what it's called the cat sock whatever it is in Galaxy's Edge with the what I believe to be cocoa same. puffs. Okay, yeah, 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 it's it's not it's not quite the same, but it is definitely a similar vibe. Okay, um, and and I and we we all had had a few of those on this trip as well, so. <laughs> Um, then I went over to Pixar Pier and I kind of did a loop of Pixar Pier. I rode the Incredicoaster. Um, I rode the uh, Emotional Whirlwind, which is just the like little inside out ride. Very mm-hmm. cute. Nothing, nothing too exciting. And then I happen to love the swing rides where it's oh. like an individual swing. So I did yeah. the Sully Symphony swings when I was young and going to Cedar Point. They had one of those swing rides mm-hmm. and, and I always loved it. So so I did that one. I didn't think anyone would would feel like they missed out not doing it. I was like, I feel like I'm a little weird, bit of a weirdo that I really like it. But I actually met some people on while I was on that ride. I met some people who were doing Run Disney, who mm-hmm. were dressing as all the Loki characters. So that was kind of fun to fun. chat with some people from Run Disney while I was kind of, Finish uh, going through my my solo time. Mm-hmm. Then I headed over to Radiator Springs and I did the Luigi's ride. Mm-hmm. And that was very cute. And then I did the single rider line for um, uh, Radiator Springs Racer, which took about a half hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked it. It was my first time doing either of those rides as well. Uh, definitely like it more than Test Tracks. Um, 
And test track needs some help. Test track every some time. New theming, some update. Yeah. Yeah. Well, every time I've I've ridden it lately, like the touch screen doesn't work properly and then the screens that show you how you're doing are broken so it's it's in desperate need of some help and i agree the radiator springs racers i mean i believe yeah i think so um radiator springs racers is sort of the same track it feels like except Mm -hmm. with like over the top theming which is amazing yeah yeah and uh, and just spending some time in cars land and seeing that because when rob and i were in uh disneyland um, like seven years ago, it was there, but we were bouncing between both parks with only a day. So, you know, you just don't do everything. You don't see everything. Mm-hmm. So then it was, uh, 1030. Um, so that all, that all happened in about three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from me checking into the hotel to me finishing Radiator Springs Racers, which, you know, also you know, speaks to the fact that everything's so close together in Disneyland, which is really mm-hmm. kind of a fun perk for us Walt Disney Worlders. So 1030 is when when I believe some other people's story starts to come into play here. Yeah. So who arrived so Mariah first? Mariah landed and she, nice. she um, dropped off her bag and then met me at the expo. So I picked up some salt and straw ice cream from uh, downtown Disney and sat and finished that while I waited for her to join me in from the expo. And then we went in and got our bibs and got our shirts. Um, and then where was the expo were- taking place? It was at the Disneyland Hotel. It was like in their convention oh, okay. center area. So that was very easy for us. Right. Um, and then we got word that Marin and Mark and Ryan had all and Joe <laughs> had all landed. So the gang was was all coming together. All right. Anything uh, significant to note about your travel, Marin? Everything goes smoothly. It was a very smooth trip, actually. Um, we flew into Long Beach and were able to grab an Uber pretty quickly. Um, we had to do an XL since there were four of us with large suitcases. But um, <laughs> really, Long Beach is so convenient. Like, if you can't get John Wayne, um, mm-hmm. I would definitely vote Long Beach over LAX. Um, but, yeah, it was easy to get to Disneyland Hotel. Um, you know, since Jeanette had done her magic, our room was ready. Um, we got our keys, dropped our bags off, and then we had to head to the expo to get our bibs. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. After the expo, your plan was to go to DCA, which is why Jeanette sort of made a little pivot there. Yeah. Uh, DCA was was the, the next stop after um, – we spent a little bit of time just kind of expoing and getting settled and all, um, and then finally headed out to DCA – and I have to say, I know it's a Saturday. I know it's a race weekend. But wow, I, I was a little surprised at the crowd. It was mm-hmm. like difficult to walk through thick at times. Um, so all the lines were pretty long. So by the time we got there, we were like, oh, yeah, probably probably not going to get too much done in terms of, of rides. Um, and so I think Jeanette tried to get some snacks uh, and had very long lines. We got some popcorn mm-hmm. um, and just kind of hung out. I ended up getting my second cold brew to try, <clears throat> That's which was at Aunt Cass's Cafe in San Francisco. Um, and it was a cinnamon cream cold brew. And it was not really that good. The coffee oh, okay. was good. 
the whipped cream itself was good. It was like the car- the the whipped cream was caramel flavored was the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no sweetness to it whatsoever unless you like really mixed the whipped cream into the cold brew. So I, I guess it would be good for people who don't like their coffee sweet at all. Then, mm. But I don't know that they would then order a caramel cream cold brew. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I might need to try that one. I'm kind of an in-between sweet person sometimes. Mm-hmm. I, I just like coffee. <laughs> they have cinnamon cold brew over at Le Petit Cafe in the Riviera Resort. Oh, we know. Oh, it's oh, so yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> I go back and forth on whether I like that one better or the almond cold brew, but... I, I almonds by default, but they're both great. I have to say, I think Disneyland parks, like between DCA and Disneyland, wins the cold brew battle versus mm. Disney World parks. It seems like they do a lot of like um, seasonal uh, flavors with the cold brews. Like they they have new stuff a lot, which maybe because it's such a locals park. Because I was even on the app today looking at one of the places that we had cold brew and there was a little note that was like starting January 24th, there'll be another cold brew option here. So I think they just like switch them out more regularly and kind of make it a a thing. Like you got to go and try the newest cold brew flavor. So we'll try more. (laughs) They always say that Disneyland is for locals. So that makes sense. You got to have new things so that the locals can get excited about it. All right. Um, I am speculating, Marin, that your uh, observations about the crowds and the lines is probably not just the fact that it's a Saturday and a race weekend, but the fact that it was has been so long since a run Disney race in Disneyland. So even more popular than maybe it might have been just because people wanted to get back and be there for the first one back. And Monday was a holiday. I mean, you couldn't make more things happen on a weekend <laughs> to generate crowds if you tried. I mean, put it in storm. the middle of summer. I don't know. I think they kind of tried because they canceled all the evening shows, like all the nighttime entertainment were canceled, all the parades were canceled. So I do feel, and they they didn't have the lunar. The Lunar New Year stuff was starting to come in right as we were leaving. So Mm -hmm. it did seem like they were trying to make those days less appealing maybe for locals because there was not a lot of that that excitement going on. But Mm -hmm. I don't don't know that it worked. But at the same time, if you take away nighttime shows and parades, that gives people one less thing to do and therefore the lines are longer for attractions. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what was next for the group? So I think from there, we finally uh, went to dinner. We kind of just moseyed and then we ended up doing dinner at Naples. Yes. And our reservation was 3.30, I believe. So this is a teen. This is an early dinner, but this is an early dinner both to match the fact that we are East Coast Central time folks. That's true. Um, and the fact that we have to go to bed at like 8 p.m. to be up for the for the race the following morning. So mm-hmm. that timing actually worked out just fine as a dinner dinner time. Yep. In my notes, I had written down Lamplight Lounge reservation for this day. Was that something that did exist and was canceled? 
That was something that I had scheduled, not realizing that Lamplight is a little more like bar food um, and we want to be mindful before the races that we're not having anything that's like too heavy, too greasy, too spicy. Too much alcohol. Yeah. Nobody wants to be (laughs) sick uh, when they're, you know, going to- Doing a half marathon? No. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're delicate flowers. So so pasta, (laughs) pasta it was with- Varying ranges of, of spiciness depending on the strength mm-hmm. of the stomach. Was the food good? Would you recommend it to people who are heading out west? What do you think, Marin? Yes, except if you go to Disney World a lot and you do Via Napoli, like you maybe don't need to do Naples. I think um, Naples is it's outside. It's all outside, so that's kind of nice um, if you have good weather, obviously. But the weight's always a little iffy. Um, mm-hmm. the food, the food's good, but I mean, if you do via Napoli, just do via Napoli. There's other places to try mm-hmm. at Disneyland that are more unique, but it's, a, it's definitely a good pre-race option. They actually had, um, a pasta just for non-vegetarian runners. Cause they couldn't make, uh, alterations to it. That was like pasta with a little bit of sun-dried tomatoes and spinach and chicken and maybe a little cheese. They, they tried to tell you why all these things were good for runners and it's just like it's pasta it's fine um but it was it was tasty and it wasn't too heavy um so i, I think it is a good pre-race option but not mm-hmm. like the reason to go eat at disneyland in our first conversation you said that it was the sister restaurant of viennapoli when you said that did you mean that it's similar or literally same owners same owners okay right. and i i had had a shrimp scampi pasta which i found a little bland Mm-hmm. Um, but I also had a few pieces of the different pizza that, pizzas that we had at the table, and the pizzas were really good. We had calamari. The calamari was really good. So, you know, shrimp scampi is – I think it's actually really hard to find a good shrimp scampi. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was hoping that this, this, they would have one, but I, it, was, it was a little on the bland side. That's all. We did okay. order a very unique pizza. We did. That had – pumpkin i guess it was still kind of a fallish or winter themed pizza because it had like pumpkin and cranberry and pesto and was it a pumpkin spice pizza (laughs) (laughs) it was totally a pumpkin spice pizza y'all it's pumpkin spice pizza (laughs) season (laughs) it was strange but it was it was good i liked it yeah yeah what kind of sauce did it have on it a pesto pesto okay all right I uh, maybe I, I would try it. I mean, I like all those things, right? <laughs> I mean, that was kind of our reaction too. It's like we like all those things. Do all those things work together? And right, it's really right. Good. okay, all right. So to bed by eight, and you noted that you had to be up by three a.m. Is that what time you got up, or was there a reassessment of what time you actually needed to get up to be to the race on time? Yeah, I think we did end up setting our alarms for about three because we three three fifteen because we were targeting leaving the rooms between three thirty three forty five, um, because it did turn out to be a really long walk to mm-hmm. get from the Disneyland hotel to the new starting location. Because um, mm-hmm. I think I'd mentioned like the old starting location used to be right by the Disneyland hotel. You just wake up and walk outside. Mm-hmm. This one was. Uh, I mean, all the way on the other side of the the resort complex. Um, and you had to go through the downtown Disney security. And then you had to go through the race security. So it it took some time. 
And it was a good walk to get there. So that was a little disappointing. Marin, you had recently run in Orlando. And so I believe that the outfits that you were wearing for this half marathon, you had already gotten one use out of in Orlando. So yours were set, Huey, Dewey, and Louie from DuckTales. And then Jeanette was joining in on the theming as her favorite girl, Webby. So how did the how did the outfits turn out for, for your second race, Marin, and for your your first of this season, Jeanette? So I had one wardrobe challenge. Um oh, I had okay. bought I'd bought a white running skirt, like with built-in shorts, uh, that I didn't wear in Disney World because we knew it was gonna rain. Mm-hmm. Um and then I had done like a I had done a test run in it, and then I did another test run in it and put my phone in the pocket. And it wanted to fall down with the phone in the pocket. So I had to do a last minute skirt change. So I had to wear black shorts with a white skirt over it. So I feel like I threw off the vibe a little, but no, (laughs) it still worked. I mean, if anything, I screwed up the vibe because I had my sweatshirt and I refused to throw my sweatshirt away. So I had it tied around my waist covering Mm -hmm. my duck butt. Well, mm-hmm. no, you were just Webby being <laughs> practical and knowing that you need supplies for emergencies. So it fit. It fit. You were being sustainable because we, we talked on the pre-trip about how usually for these things, you buy a cheap sweatshirt or something that you will literally wear it once and throw it away. But Jeanette actually liked the sweatshirt she bought and did not want to throw it away. So Well, and usually what I would do is I would go to Goodwill. And I Mm -hmm. would pick up a sweater from Brooklyn Goodwill and then drop it off at the race, which means it would then go to Goodwill in Anaheim or Goodwill in Orlando. So it's really just transferring from Goodwill to Goodwill. (laughs) Compliments of my life. You're spreading Goodwill. But I was was sick the week before, and so I didn't didn't make it out to Goodwill. So, you know, Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know, it was something fun that did happen about the costumes during the race is there's someone who had seen us running in Disney World in the same costumes and we and and had recognized us because we did like the newer DuckTales, right? Mm-hmm. So had not just exact same outfits. We we went with the, you know, the hoodie and the mm-hmm. blue shirt with the shirt under it. Anyway, this one was like, hey, I ran by you guys in Disney World, too. And we we're like, oh, yeah, hey, good to see you. And like, look, Webby's here. We told you Webby would be here. So that was really fun. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I, I wonder how many people did both races because you do get that special challenge medal for doing both. I can't remember what it's called. What is it called? Coast to coast. Coast to coast. Well, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, actually, we almost had a hiccup with the coast to coast. So um, if you were eligible for the coast to coast, it set it on your check-in pass at the expo. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad went to get his bib. And it said on his check-in pass he was eligible, but they didn't give him the bracelet. Um, and so I realized that as we're leaving, he was like, oh, what's that bracelet? I'm like, uh, coast to coast. Oh, where's mine? Okay, going back in. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of like resistant to giving it to him. And it's like, no, you did. They you think guys... he had already taken one. Well, he, they put it on you. And so like I we got there and we're like, hey, I think you guys overlooked this. And this guy who had checked my dad in was like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. And the other, I guess, kind of in charge woman by him was like, well, I think you have to go to runner's relations. And then I got a little bit uh, 
aggressive. No, um, I got a little <laughs> defensive. I was like, no, he just, he said he messed up. You're going to give my dad the bracelet. But anyway, it was all fine. We, okay. the, those of us who were supposed to get coast to coast got coast to coast. I think there were just a few hiccups of this being the first race back in California. I, I just have to say like the race aside from a customer service standpoint, that is an odd take to have. Like literally the guy just said he made a mistake. You were just in there. It's not like you all went off and had a meal and then came back. So I don't understand why you would make somebody jump through a hoop like that. I yeah, like he remembered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Stay positive, Marin. <laughs> All right. So outfits were great. Can't wait to take a closer look at those. I saw them as they were kind of pictures coming on different feeds and stuff. But um, what what was the beginning of the race like? What Were you all in the same corral? How does that work when you're running as a group? So... Oddly enough, we weren't all signed to the same corral. So none of us submitted proof of times, but we all, um, actually Jeanette had pretty much registered everybody. And usually when one person registers everyone and you don't submit a proof of time, but you all have similar finishing times, you just get, you, you literally get like very similar bib numbers and stuck in the same corral. But it seems Disneyland went a bit more random. Um, so somehow my dad and Ryan, even though he didn't run, we did look at his bib number were assigned to corral D and everyone else was assigned to C. Um, so I we all... have a feeling oh. that the reason that that happened was your dad took a long time to sign the waiver. Oh, I, that's I, a good it's theory. Just, it's just my theory because okay. I kept getting reminders from them to yeah. sign my waiver, but I'd already signed it. So when I'd go in, it would be like, no, it's the it's the waiver for Mark that needs to be signed. And I and think then, of course, Ryan time, didn't sign a waiver if he was injured and knew he wasn't going to run anyway. Yeah. And and the reason my dad took so long is somehow he had five run Disney accounts. And so it wasn't until we went to Disney World. I, again, I'm trying not to be very down on run Disney, but over the past few years, things have not quite been the same. Um we had to go in person and have someone help us get his accounts fixed. Mm-hmm. What they told me, because I had to do this as well, because my run Disney for Disneyland and my res- Disney for April, which were all doing the um, springtime challenge, were not connected. They were like sort of separated off into two different counts. And they said, if someone else registers for you, then it creates a separate account every time. But it so, doesn't because it's never done that for me. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean that, that's I that's what that's what the woman told me because I ha- I actually had to go in and have them connect my two accounts because I was concerned that with them disconnected like this, it would sh- not show me as eligible for Coast to Coast, mm-hmm. even though there is a version of Coast to Coast that is from Disneyland to the Springtime Ten Miler, and I want my Coast to Coast medal. Mm-hmm. You all got everything sorted out for for the accounts and everything. Took a little little bonus time at the expo to deal with these things. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. All right, but yeah. So we ended up in we all ended up falling back to D was what ultimately happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it was fine. Uh, they started all of the corrals. So at Disney World, you know, you get assigned. They, I don't even think they call them corrals anymore. They call them start groups. You get assigned to a start group and they then end up breaking up a lot of those start groups into smaller waves. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they did not do that for Disneyland. Now, Disneyland, they did say it was like 14,000 of us versus Disney World's like 25,000, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So it was smaller, but it, that was still a lot of people to start in a corral. At, so it would be like A, what, five minutes? B, five minutes? C, five. So it, I mean, it was boom, boom, boom to start. And that was, was a lot. It was 15 minutes in that they released D. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it All was, right. they released a lot of people at once. Mm-hmm. It was very crowded running through those little park pathways. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an older park, so it does not have the wide sidewalks that we're used to in, in Florida. So how did the race go? Did everybody feel good about their times? Was there anything to note uh, special along the way? Well, Marin did an awesome job of pacing us so that my heart didn't feel like it was going to explode since I was still like kind of pseudo recovering from this respiratory illness Mm -hmm. Um, and definitely made it so that, you know, I could walk whenever I felt like I needed to walk. And I was hyper aware of my feet and my legs and my body in the last three miles, maybe more so than I was last year when I feel like I was able to train a little more consistently until the race. Um, but I think the the course was Anaheim interesting, I'm going to call it, okay. because, <laughs> and we knew this going into it, that the first five miles of the course are in the park. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing. The la- and they're amazing. And then the last eight miles are in Anaheim. And Anaheim is not owned by Disney like the streets are in Disney World property. Um, and so things like characters or having the jammeters out there or having like perform- like performers from things like um, uh, Adventurers Club, which you might have sometimes that are really fun parts of run Disney races when you're outside of the park just didn't happen Mm -hmm. in Anaheim. Okay. I do think even still, it did seem like even less on course entertainment than I recall from past Disney races because no, they don't usually have cast members out there, but they, you know, like, like the water stops, there are areas where they can have volunteers come out like bands and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I did feel like it was a little lower on that as well. Yeah. um, But the weather was great. Um, and we all finished and, you know, and I also think to that part of the leg thing, like we were saying earlier, it was a little packed. It's hard to get a good rhythm going. And so I think that makes your legs wear out a little quicker too, but we did amazing given all the circumstances and we weren't even close to the balloon ladies. No, we were in the, I looked at our, I looked at our rankings and since we all finished at the same time, we were in the first half. Of the four thousand racers, I think we Congratulations. were like six six thousand five hundred fifty six seven eighth and ninth or something like that. <laughs> That's like winning to me. We won. <laughs> well, I think the fact that you were able to do a half marathon at all—that's that's a win. That's a win. That you, even if if you didn't finish it, that would have still been a win in my in my book. I think anyone who gets out there and even tries is absolutely a winner. It's yeah. mm-hmm. it's a really like I, I had said I've said before. It is amazing just to watch people like run the marathon. I highly recommend that to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, so so touching. I know. You gotta co- I... you gotta come visit me because I can see it from my I can see the New York City Marathon from my balcony. Yeah, I want to see Disney World. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is a Disney podcast, Jeanette. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Marin, okay. If I you mean, come- I don't want to run the New York City Marathon <laughs> either, so. Marin, if you come to visit us in New York and we watch it from Jeanette's apartment, I'll sneak away and throw on a Disney bound and run past or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> All right. So you were up super early. What time did you wrap up the race? Because I have no sense of time based on you having to get there and the corrals or starting groups or whatever they're calling it. What time do you think you actually finished? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think mathematically somewhere around 830 makes sense. Um, yeah. my, my mom and Ryan met us at the finish line, which was really sweet, especially you know, Ryan hobbling all the way over there in his boot without, Aww. you know, the need to, you know, you only see us for a few seconds, like, hi, we're finished. <laughs> um, and Rita actually had started in Coral Sea, so she finished a bit ahead of us. And so we all met up at, at the, you know, finish line reunion area and then had to walk all the way back to the Disneyland hotel going through massive security. So now yeah, we're security going... from all the parking lots, people mm. going into the parks. So and you had I will all add the that, runners too. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Jeanette. No, the um so you know, I'm I haven't I'm not super experienced with run Disney like Marin is. She's mm-hmm. run, you know, ten times <laughs> twenty times the number of races that I've run. But um normally when we're at the Disney World races and we get done with the race. There are photo pass setups where they've got the background of the mm-hmm. you know, kind of the branding of that race, and you can show your you can show your medals and kind of while you're still in your running costume, get those post race pictures. And they didn't have any of that, so mm-hmm. we kind of like looked around and we're like, okay, well, none of that is happening, so we're just gonna go right back to the hotel, you know, dealt with the security lines and everything, and then. Um, took a couple pictures at the hotel thinking like, well, mm-hmm. at least it's, you know, still got that Disney Disneyland feel because we're at the Disneyland hotel. So so that was sort of our, our, our next step once we made it through all that security again. Where was the physical finish line? Um, Just some random Anaheim street? Right by the starting line. Um, yeah. Yeah, oh, they, okay. you, yeah, you really looped right back. Um, so yeah, it was it was a cast member parking lot, I believe is what someone ultimately told me that is behind a lot of the hotels that people stay at. So if you stayed at an off-property hotel, you could have had a pretty convenient walk. But if you stayed at any of the Disneyland resort hotels, it was it was a hike. Mm. And you had to go through security with all the day the day yeah. past people. Yeah. But you're That's... in a magical place. So yes. we are. Yes. We yes. are. And and I will say, even though the placement of the hotel for the race start wasn't mm-hmm. ideal, I really enjoyed staying at the Disneyland Hotel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'll get into it a little bit more as we get progress into this day. But I I just I I I was charmed by that because hotel. breakfast. Yeah. So where was breakfast? Was, was breakfast? So after photos were done. Uh, most of the group went up to start showering, and uh, Ryan, Erin's uh, husband, and Rita and I went to the, I'm going to say it wrong, the Tangaroa. There you go, Tangaroa Terrace. Tangaroa, I was teasing Marin and calling it the Tangaroo, the, the Tangaroa <laughs> Terrace, uh, to get breakfast. So they have the Tonga Toast. Mm-hmm. They also have these um, fluffy Japanese pancakes. 
Um, that's what I got. They were vanilla pancakes and they had a nice strong vanilla flavor and they were like super thick, like the thickness of like six normal pancakes in Mm -hmm. one. And they kind of like shook. (laughs) They were like shaky. Um, (laughs) and then there was breakfast burritos and breakfast plates. And so we got, we got the breakfast for the whole group, brought it up to the hotel room, um, chowed down on our breakfast. We were all super hungry after the run you know, refreshed, got ready. I think all of us who were in the race put on our race shirts, which were long sleeve. Woohoo. The Northerner is very excited about that. Um, and then we headed into Disneyland. All right. Well, you've gotten a lot done in this day so far. <laughs> oh, that was day one of uh-huh. the multi-day day. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So what uh, what time were you uh, walking through the gates into Disneyland approximately after all of that? That was a wonderful question. But question. we didn't just walk through the gates. We walked through security. Um, we took the monorail uh, oh. into Disneyland. So we Fun. actually utilized the monorail to get into Disneyland and out of Disneyland more this trip than I probably have any other trip. Part of it was trying to limit Ryan's walking. Um, mm-hmm. And then part of it was it was, it was fun and not a lot it's of other fun. people were doing it. It um, feels like a secret entrance because it, it puts you and off there in Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Yeah. 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 So you do miss the I'm walking into Main Street kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I didn't get that for a while. Yeah, but, but. It's, you know, the castle's smaller, so it's still a different feel anyway. So yeah. why not mm-hmm. show up in Tomorrowland and see... Uh, the Matterhorn, which is bigger than the castle, so ta-da! and the abandoned people mover, the abandoned yeah. people mover that breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know what time we actually ended up getting to the parks. It was still fairly early in the day. It was before mm-hmm. lunchtime. Okay. Um, but I think our first ride was Jungle Cruise, right, Jeanette? Yeah, the best. And we had a great skipper. We had a really good skipper. Really funny. That Very makes good. or breaks it, right? Oh, good delivery. Good jokes. Um, yeah, he was he was wonderful. I think I even left him a cast compliment if you I remember did. correctly. I do that. I like to do that. And then we had to reload on coffee, of course. Mm-hmm. Back to the cold brew uh, journey. A running theme of this trip. Haha. A running Disney theme of this trip. Yeah. You really could title this Marin and Jeanette's Running and Cold Brew Trip. <laughs> we, we, we don't run on Duncan, we run on Disneyland Cold Brew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really long title. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> um, but yeah, we, we no did edits. <laughs> We did the the black calf, cat, whatever the heck the one's called in from Galaxy's Edge. From Galaxy's Edge, which I still have never had. I on it. I'll be honest with you all. I I I've heard mixed things about it, and I think I'm afraid I'm gonna really not like it. I need to just turn that around and and try it because if I if I don't like it, what's the worst that happens? I throw it away. What I feel like I found is that it was consistently delicious. In Disneyland. Okay. And All right. in Disney World, it can be inconsistent. Okay. So maybe that's where the hit and miss is coming from. All Disneyland right. is winning the cold brew battle, I'm telling it's you. It's mm. the heart. Yep. Um, although that Riviera cold brew will still always have a very special place in my heart. So. Fair enough. Um, yeah. And the they sell it at a different spot in Disneyland. So I know it's at... Katsaka's in um, 
Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. but in Disneyland, it's at the docking the- bay docking- seven, mm-hmm. which means you can't get it till ten thirty most days. Um, so mm-hmm. even when the parks open at like eight, you can't get yeah. coffee until after ten thirty. But there is some place to sit and enjoy it, so that's kind of the the positive of it. And I had actually never been in the docking bay seven in Walt Disney World, so it was fun for me to be inside of that space at all. After your coffee break, where did you decide to go next? So we were in like snacky wandering mode and I had wanted to get this um, pretzel cheese garlic bread from Mm -hmm. Edelweiss. So I ordered that and I influenced Marin and she got one too. Um, And then we found this really cute little table set up that's kind of over by the Matterhorn, kind of close to the Nemo submarines. Um, but it's just, you know, those wire back chairs with hearts on them and Mm -hmm. cute little tables. And, um, so we, it's really kind of hidden behind Edelweiss. Um, Mm -hmm. so we all sat there and kind of shared some of the garlic cheese pretzel bread, which was delicious. Although small note, I would put more garlic on it, but I would almost put more garlic on anything. So, (laughs) Small note, would would eat it again. Okay. Um, Do you think the marinara dipping sauce would have helped? Neither of us had that. Maybe it has a little garlic. Oh, wait. Did it come with it and you, you turned it down? It separately. You have yeah, to you order, order it separate. Mm-hmm. And I didn't wait. You have to order it separate and pay for it separately? Yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's but a huge piece of cheese it. bread, though. Yeah. We'll have hmm. to experiment next time. Yeah. <laughs> I have in my notes that after that, most of the crew headed out. We did do train loops. Um, yes, we did. You're right. That's we, what happened. We, we got on the, the Disneyland train. train. And mm-hmm. a lot of the lines were just really long. We had not, we decided not to do Genie Plus Lightning Lanes that day. Um, and honestly, a lot of us were tired. Not mm-hmm. all of us have the energy of Jeanette and Rita, who powered well, through a lot. Jeanette also like what is your cold brew count on this trip at this point <laughs> so <laughs> she was this was only veins. my first cold brew of the day it was of my the day coffee. but so and this is what's funny like when I'm at home I will never have more than one coffee but when I'm in Disney mm-hmm. I'm like I could have two coffees and a diet coke because I have to like you know mm-hmm. you gotta keep going at Disney that's just <laughs> the rule but um no but uh so half of our crew, a little over half of our crew headed back to the hotel, including Marion, Mariah, Ryan, and Mark. But Rita and Joe and I rallied on to go ride Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, you were, were you trying to do Haunted at that time and you switched to Pirates? I think so. We had a number of times where Haunted Mansion was down. Oh, okay. And Pirates was down and Indy was down. So mm. there, there was there was some ride downage through this trip. But um yeah, we went over to Pirates. It, you didn't let it, it was, get you down though. We didn't. Okay, um, good. at least not in this <laughs> moment. We went over to Pirates and I think we waited about a half hour. Um I I've ridden Pirates before, but it's been at least seven years and you know Everybody says it, that Pirates at Disneyland is so much better. Pirates at Disneyland is so much better. Mm. It's like there's added scenes. The 
the the space that you're in just feels more cinematic. Like mm-hmm. I feel like now I'm gonna go on, on Disney World's Pyrus and be like, the way we think about the Disneyland castle where we're like, oh, it's so tiny is how I'm gonna feel about the Disney World's Pirates. Oh, he's so cute and tiny. <laughs> um and you know, I love those drops. Those drops are giving me Splash Mountain vibes that I've been missing. So mm. Um, I, I really, really love that. I mean, it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not telling anyone anything new. <laughs> you mentioned Splash Mountain. So Splash Mountain over there is closed and under refer- refurbishment to become Tiana's Bayou Adventure. What was that area like in Disneyland? Does it seem like it's kind of at the same pace that Disney World is or are they much farther I think behind. behind Disney World. Um, Disney World's got like the the flowers and stuff up now that look mm-hmm. so amazing, and they they don't have the flowers up at Disneyland yet. So if I okay. had to guess, I think Disneyland's behind. They were but open as Splash Mountain for longer than we were, so yeah. that makes sense. Exactly. Okay. Um, All right. But I I do think they are making good progress. You can definitely tell there's mm-hmm. they're probably you know pacing correctly. I hope. Yeah. I'm yeah. assuming I'm not an engineer <laughs> or an imagineer. <laughs> but I could imagine being an Imagineer. I I could too. I totally could. All right, what was next? So after Pirates, um, Joe and I took the train back to the monorail, and then the monorail back to the hotel. While Rita branched off to go to DCA because she wanted to get the Mater popcorn bucket for her friend's kid, because her friend is a his her friend's child is a big fan of Mater. Okay. Um, uh, and that brings us to the brief reconnection of Marin and I at the hotel. And you should say what you were doing. Well, when we got back to the hotel a little earlier than everyone else, we were laying down watching TV uh, mm-hmm. and on the wait list for Trader Sam's. And so uh, eventually Mariah and Ryan and I got called for Trader Sam's um, and we did do the outdoor seating um, you know it was first come available or first available seating um, indoor or outdoor and it, like I said it was a crowded week and so indoor was not available but that's okay um, we still had two good beverages um, Mariah had a salad you know very Trader Sam's it was actually a really <laughs> good salad uh, I had vegetables also. I had the fried long beans, which are amazing. Mm. Number one snack uh, at at Trader Sam's in my home. And were they amazing? Because I've heard that they've gone down in quality, Mm. but they were still amazing. No, they're still great. I thought they were excellent. Yeah. So relieved. My only complaint was they weren't super hot, but I was also eating them outside where it was not super hot. So I I blame the atmosphere for that. Um. Was there anything to dip them in? Yes, they come with some sort of aioli. I don't know what it is. It's flavored mayonnaise. Um, <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> it was good. It, it's, it definitely works. Um, okay. I'm definitely not a mayonnaise fan, but you put a little flavoring Uh-oh. in it and call it aioli and yep. tell me it's a dip and I'm going to eat it. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm originally from North Carolina. I love mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's very good. I recommend the the long beans always. So Jeanette, when you met, when you said you had a little reunion with Marin, were you able to join her at Trader Sam's or you just got to pop by and say hello because they were seated and you were not on the list? 
yeah, they they were popping out as I was popping in, but it mm. sort of made my choice of what to do next uh, a little easier because I think I maybe mentioned this in the pre-trip. I'm like a lone swimming pool person. Like mm-hmm. nobody else really likes to go to the swimming pools. It was and 40 was, degrees. <laughs> but I was thinking that it would feel so good to get into a hot tub after the half marathon. Uh So I called down to the hotel lobby because the pool and hot tub that were right in front of our window were closed for refurbishment. And I couldn't see if there was a hot tub at the pool that was closer to Fantasyland. So I called down to the front desk and I asked, where on property is there a hot tub operating if there is one? And they said, there's two. There's one by Fantasyland Tower. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can also, anyone staying at the Disneyland Hotel can also use the brand new pool and hot tub at the Disneyland Villas, the new DVC property that's recently opened. And that entrance was actually closer to our tower than the Fantasyland pool. And I wanted to check it out because it's new and it's exciting. (laughs) And then on top of that, I had heard that the Palm Breeze, which is the pool bar and restaurant Mm -hmm. over at the Villas, was fantastic. Mm -hmm. So I put on my Haunted Mansion swimsuit that I made and threw the Disneyland Hotel robe over it and shrouded myself over to the hot tub. And I got in the hot tub for a while. And you know, there's a rule that you're not supposed to drink in the hot tub, but like everybody was drinking in the hot tub. So like if everybody else is breaking the rule, I'm going to break the rule. So I went over to the Palm Breeze bar and uh, the cocktail list looked phenomenal. Like it was Mm. so good that I had no idea what I should order. Like everything, almost everything sounded good to me. So I asked the bartender for recommendation, let them know I like things a little strong. And I ended up getting a bourbon orange punch, which was delicious and strong and not too bitter. Um, drank it in the hot tub, chatted with people about DVC properties, <laughs> chatted with people about Run Disney, educated some kids on what it's like to live in New York City. It was really fun. It was just really <laughs> fun. Um, and uh, and I got in. I got in my hot tub time. So nice. I, was, I was, and I was so. It's, it's so funny. I was so zen. After I got out, I was like, there's a beautiful mural in the Disneyland Villas um, that that has a bunch of different characters. I was snapping some photos of this beautiful mural uh, in my robe, and I just look like I'm totally at peace with the world. Mm -hmm. To me, that was better than taking a nap, even though like it would have been totally logical to take a nap. That was Mm -hmm. that was my recharge button. Okay. Was there anyone in the pool? Kids. Children. Children who, for whatever reason, they, I mean, yeah, it's heated, but still, it's not a hot tub. I don't know, though. It sounds crazy, but between the hot tub and the heated pool, that area felt pretty warm. Like, when I got Hmm. there, I was like, oh, am I going to be uncomfortable if I take off my robe? But I took off my robe and I felt fine. Well, I hope to get over. You guys are looking at me like I'm nuts. Well, it was 40 degrees. (laughs) It didn't feel like it over there. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. I have no reason not to believe you. Jeanette, you've always been truthful with me. (laughs) On all things weather related, at least. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I hope to get over and see those DVC villas at some point. But I, I do know that as a DVC member, that getting to use points that are not designated for one of those properties over there can be tough. So, Well, it's kind day. of fun to know that if you're staying at the hotel at mm-hmm. all, you can use those amenities. Yeah. And I, I, I do wonder, is that because it's new and so it's not as – there's not as many people there – using points there yet? I'm I'm not sure. I don't know. I be- I had read it ahead of time mm-hmm. and then forgotten it and then was reminded when I called the mm. front desk. So Okay. All right. So after you recharged in a hot tub and Marin recharged with some downtime and a drink at Trader Sam's, did the whole group reconvene to have more fun for the evening together? We reconvened at the hotel. I believe there was some sports ball being watched in the other room. Mm. Which sports ball? The kind with a foot or? (laughs) Yes, yes. I believe there was football on that uh, in our room that was watched definitely through my eyelids. Uh... And Thor Ragnarok (laughs) in the girls' room. I should have moved to the girls' room. Much better. My favorite Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the Chris's. Of all the the Chris's. He's a a good Chris. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, then we had to uh, finally get fancied up to head mm-hmm. to dinner. Mm-hmm. And this was a very special dinner for people who did not listen to the pre-trip. Tell them where you got to eat. We got to eat at the one, the only Club Thirty Three. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was, but there we are. It's a little Kathleen Turner-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Club 33. <laughs> so tell us all from start to finish, how was it? How did you feel walking in? You were wearing a dress that you had made, Jeanette, a Starburst dress. And I think, Marin, you were wearing something that you had also perhaps made but at another time not specifically for this dinner no no, I did make yeah yeah I made the Starburst first dress for my birthday last year and re-wore it but got to wear it with my Minnie Mouse ears yes matching bow for the first time but Marin custom made a brand new carousel dress that I finished on Friday (laughs) wow wow that is the Marin way okay Yeah, we, uh, it was great. Um, Another group, another large group showed up around the same time we did, right? Because you have to like ring a doorbell to get in. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they, they let us in and then they let the other group in because our reservation was actually a little earlier than the other groups. Mm -hmm. Then you wait in, was it like the Courtyard of Angels, I believe it's called. Um, Got a beautiful stairway. Mm-hmm. They're like, take all the pictures you want. So we took some pictures. The lighting is a little rough it's in weird. there for pictures, unfortunately, especially like, being there at I 8 o'clock. I have pictures that I thought were really pretty of me, but then the closer I looked, it's like there's a giant black smudge next to my nose because of like the shadows in the space. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, but not, you know what? Not cute contouring. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know what? It was... 
we like to get our good pictures, especially of our makes. Yes. But sometimes you got to be there for the experience too. We, so we were in the moment. We, we were in the okay. moment. And yeah. I did later get some good pictures of my make actually mm-hmm. in Toontown. So oh. <laughs> there are pictures, but the guy, I got some really cute pictures in Toontown. I love that. I'll have to rewear my dress and get some other pictures. I got some Definitely. okay ones. But anyway, it's a, yeah. great, it's a great Disney dress. Thank you. So tell us about the food. Well, before the food, right, we hang out and then you get to go up the grand. No, we took the elevator. We went up the elevator. We went the elevator and then we take the stairs down because you can only take the elevator up and the stairs down. I guess unless Mm. you need the elevator. Yeah, Um, that doesn't seem very accessible if they (laughs) force you to take stairs. (laughs) I think think it's if you need it. Anyway. um, Okay. Got it. So (laughs) when we first walked in, they're like, well, while you're, you know, upstairs before your table, make sure to look at the merchandise so that you can decide what you want to buy when you leave. Mm-hmm. Um, like take pictures so you can think about it while you're at the table yeah like really like merch 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 what were the choices they had a lot of stuff that was members only unfortunately like the the member the holder of the club 33 membership would have had to be there um but they had stuff that was available for everyone was like a spirit jersey a polo um maybe like a mug or something there were two different lounge flies one was like a christmas one one was a newer one they had just released new merchandise like the day before we went um i'd seen someone posted about it and even a lot of that had been picked through like people were i think it was a very busy night i think people were there for the merch um okay but yeah there's a lot of great stuff there was a dooney bag of course you know i love a dooney it was really cute. Um, there was a leather jacket, like a leather, um, what is this called? Varsity jacket. Oh, okay. Like leather varsity jacket that I was like, ooh, I want this. Oh, no, it's real leather. That's $400. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so did either of you or did anyone in your group buy anything? Um, I think, I think both- everyone did except for Mariah and myself. Yeah. yeah. Lots of spirit jerseys were bought. I've I've mm-hmm. jumped on the spirit jersey bandwagon, um, mm-hmm. and then my my dad and my husband both needed polos. That's so. fun. When else will yeah. you get the opportunity to buy that kind of thing? Exactly. Unless it's on the black market or something, eBay. Yeah. eBay. <laughs> yeah. Probably overpay. The darkest of black markets, eBay. Mm. So the food. Yeah, the food. <laughs> um, Four course meal. Mm-hmm. So you start with. Uh, an appetizer and then you get a second appetizer and then you get a main course and then you get dessert and you order all at once. Okay. And good cocktail menu. Mm-hmm. Wonderful cocktail menu. Kind of gave me a little bit of a New Orleans feel. Oh, definitely. Like, and that's, I think that's something to note is a lot of the decor in there is very much historical, like stuff Walt was looking at as he's like putting together Disney. There's like an old, Oh, what's that piano called? Harpsichord. 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 That sounds yeah. right. Um, and and so it, it does. It has like an old New Orleans kind of feel more than like Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. everywhere. Okay. Um, really no Mickey Mouses. No Mickey Mouses. Um, Any hidden Mickeys? No, thir- 33 is like the little touch. Like mm-hmm. instead of having a hidden Mickey anywhere, like there was a chandelier where 33 was up there. And I bet there's a than... hidden Mickey we didn't know about. Maybe, maybe. But, you know, they did talk about like you're not going to see things that jump out as Disney. This is more of like the collection that Walt and Lillian put together when they were designing Club 33 mm-hmm. for their special guests and, and such. 
So it sounds like because none of you are Club 33 members yet, <laughs> throw the yet in there, sure. um, they really you know, treated you as guests and tried to tell you a little bit about what you were seeing and giving you the rundown of, of how it all works. Oh, yes. Yeah. Super welcoming. It was great. And I think there was one section that is for members only. There is. That is correct. Yeah. It's more there's... of like a bar lounge kind of area. But yeah, so I I think everyone ordered uh, everyone ordered a cocktail or a mocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan and I did the wine pairing with our food, which therefore it was excessive to also have the cocktail. And most mm-hmm. of my cocktail, while it was delicious, it was like a rum old fashioned essentially. So it was, it was it very was, strong. It was rum. Mm. It was delicious, but I didn't need that. And then four glasses of wine. Right. Um, and I, I wish I had known that because maybe I would have had yeah. your, your cocktail instead of my glass of wine, because I will say as lovely as the meal was, I asked the waitress if the glass of wine would work with my entree. And she said, yes. And it did not. Mm. <laughs> so I might've been better off with that rum old fashion along with my seafood dish. Pairings are subjective. It's Marin, how did you feel about your pairings? Because I know that you are a, a big wine lover. So I am. were you happy um, I, with it? Yeah, I thought that my pairings worked out really well. Um, Probably because they weren't recommended by the the server. They were actually like planned by they were planned. a sommelier. To be fair, she did not recommend it. I picked it out. And, and then said, you asked the question. Work? Okay, yes. got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I feel like that's a hard question to say no to unless it's like a no. But anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, mine mine were preset and they all worked really well. Um, Ryan and I ordered a couple of the same things, but a couple of different things. So he had some slightly different wines as well. I thought his worked well because we, of course, sampled each other's stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, all in all, I thought and, – and the portions were good but not miserable full. So yeah. it was a nice experience. My cocktail was delicious. I had a clover club, which was kind of like a gin fizz with raspberry, kind of. Yeah. And um, And my favorite course was probably the second course where I had scallops and lentils. And that oh, was scallops really, were so good. Yeah. And I've I mean, been on when, a lentil kick lately, so it was perfect for me. Yeah. When, when scallops are done right, mm-hmm. it's a great thing. So. Yeah. Yep. What was the dessert? We had different things. Uh, you know, I think we... We may have crossed over almost all the desserts at our table. The one that she said was the most popular, a lot of folks got that was a pear crisp kind of. It reminded me of a pear um, sticky toffee pudding. Mm-hmm. Mm. Would be the best way to put it. I, I loved that. I did not get that one. I wanted to be different, and I got the chocolate one, um, which came with a Madeira, and that was a really good pairing. It was like a dense little chocolate bar thing, and of course, you know, stole some Orion's pear one because he got the pear one. Um, <laughs> what did you yeah. get, Jeanette? I got the lemon cranberry cheesecake, which I'm sad to say tasted a little bit like chemical sweetener. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah, but that's okay. I had lots and lots of good sweet treats throughout Disneyland, and I got to try a little bit of the chocolate and a little bit of the pear one mm-hmm. with the beautiful ladies sitting on either side of me. So I, I got to – Get to taste all the yumminess, even though I chose poorly. <laughs> have chosen poorly. So after dinner, I'm imagining with four courses, if your dinner was at 8 p.m., it was probably quite late. Did you do anything else after this dinner? 
What a wonderful question. Some of us were reasonable <laughs> and went back to the hotel room. And some of us are named Jeanette. Well, so Rita and I, towards the end of the meal, Rita and I started looking at the wait times. Mm -hmm. And Haunted Mansion was listed as 13 minutes. So we're like, we're going to bop over to Haunted Mansion and walk on to Haunted Mansion Holiday. And that's going to be an amazing thing to do after Club 33 in New Orleans Square. But by the time we got out of the restaurant, it was down. So oh, no. we changed course, jumped on the Disneyland Railroad, took it over as close as you can get to Toontown, and walked on to Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, uh, which was really awesome because the the new unique thing about this one versus the Disney World one is the queue, and we were able to go through the entire queue but not really have to wait very much at all. What is the queue like? Because I haven't even looked into this because my assumption was it was the same. But I guess that's a dumb assumption to make because we've got the Chinese theater queue. So the queue is totally different. It's set in the El Capitoon theater. Mm -hmm. Which is a play um, on El Capitan, right? Where Snow White was first shown in L.A., and inside of this El Capitoon theater space, mm -hmm. the Hysterical Society has put together a um, like memoriam of Mickey Mouse's filmography, mm -hmm. and Minnie Mouse apparently helped with that. So mm -hmm. there's all these costumes and props from all the different Mickey shorts and movies. So there's stuff from like um, – the Prince and the Pauper, and there's stuff from uh, Mouser Size, and there's stuff from Mickey's Christmas Carol. Wait a second. Is, is this real bits of clothing as if he filmed these somewhere? Yes. Yes. I exactly. love it. Love it. Exactly. Love it. Okay. There's, a, there's like a dresser from um, the cartoon that like Haunted Mansion is slightly inspired by where you see mm -hmm. the ghost dancing and he does a bunch of different things. So if you were standing in line there for a while, you'd see all these different – he dances and he tries to scare you and he does all these different things. Um, and then all the way up to like the more modern cartoons. So there's a big potato that looks like Abe Lincoln from the Potato Land cartoon. And, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then there's a concession stand area that has a lot of references to like Power Lime is one of the candies, like Power Lime from Goofy Movie. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a haggis sauce that is Glom Gold from DuckTales. And the popcorn machine has mickey mouses but they're not just like three circle mickey mouses you can see the entire silhouette of mickey's face and then another one where there's Minnie mouse's bow so mm -hmm. all these super intricate easter eggs and details throughout the line and then movie posters where they take uh really like i think like a a Buena Vista movie and turn it into like a disney character movie so for instance they had the chipmunk trap which was mm. the, you know, Chip and Dale and then like Donald and Daisy, you know, are the mm -hmm. ones that are being trapped. Um, uh, yeah, so it was a lot of amazing details to see. And then when you get on the ride, because they were able to build the box out uniquely for the ride, there are a couple of extra kind of segue scenes, like not necessarily like full out scenes, but 
extra scenes that are getting you between two places. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, it also felt to me kind of the same thing as Pirates of the Caribbean, where the box felt bigger. The mm-hmm. rooms felt more expansive. And so it felt more cinematic to me. It could have just been my impression, but that's that's how I felt. How did you feel about it, Marin? Did you get a chance to ride it at all on this trip? I did. Um, we ended up writing that on Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I think the queue is amazing. Everything she said about the queue. I don't. I I feel like the rooms are pretty similar in size, but maybe that's just me. Maybe Jeanette mm. was just more in the moment. I don't know. Well, she it was still, also she felt a little taller. I don't know what it is. <laughs> she was also I'm high sure. off of her Club Thirty Three dinner. So <laughs> true. <This is> true. <laughs> All right. Did you do anything else or was that the last thing of the night, Jeanette? No, like I said, we we took a – Rita was kind enough to take a couple of pictures of me in my dress, especially with my mini ears and everything. There's a really cute fountain right in the middle of the new tune town where Mickey is trying, kind of like holding up Minnie Mouse a la Dirty Dancing or something. And so <laughs> she took some pictures of me there and those are probably my favorite shots of my make. So I'll, I'll share some of those with listeners. Um or one, because I'm not going to take up the whole the whole <laughs> the whole theme. Just pictures of Jeanette in her starburst dress. Um, yeah, but then we <laughs> then we headed back to to the hotel happily. So, all right. So now we are to Monday, January the fifteenth, and I have in my notes that your plan was to go to DCA for most of the day. How was that? Well, some of us were going to sleep in a little bit, not a lot of it, but we weren't planning on doing early entry. And all of a sudden, the little girl's room, I hear him pitter-pattering, hey guys, we're going to leave at seven. And I'm like, uh-huh, that's nice. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm sorry, I hope I didn't scare you. <laughs> no, you didn't scare Jeanette us. is also adorable. on New York time, so seven wasn't really seven. No, but we were out late too. I was in New York time in the morning and and LA time at night. Well, <laughs> like, that's I was just the, like the best of both worlds, hanging on both edges. Um, <laughs> I was doing no, the opposite. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like I just want as much sleep as I can get. Um, Mariah and Rita and myself headed to DCA. Um, mm-hmm. Rita might love the Guardians ride even more than me. Um, because she was like, I want to write it five times. She's like, my goal is to write it five times. And I actually thought that she meant like five times back to back to back. So we got in through the early entry. Mm-hmm. And I think this time we were right at the beginning of early entry where earlier in the weekend when I had gone by myself, it, it wasn't right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, we got in line. We walked on. We, we completely walked on to the Guardian's uh, mission breakout. Um and then came back down and wrote it another time. Mm-hmm. So the first time we got, uh, I think, Disco Inferno. Um, and then the second time we got uh, Want You Back, Jackson 5 Want You Back. Um, fun. Which both were fun, but hit me with your best shot. Still my favorite. Um, after that, the line started to get longer because once they let people in who are not early entry, everybody rushes to that. And then for a little while, that line is extra long. Okay, And then it actually will, like, go down a little bit throughout the day. Um, we went over to Pim's kitchen, Pim's touch test kitchen, mm-hmm. where I found, and then Marin shortly thereafter, 
found what I deem as the best cold brew of this Disneyland vacation. All right. Tell us about it. It's called the Cold Brew Infusion, and it has cinnamon and cardamom cream, or cardamom uh, cold foam, and uh, pieces of cinnamon toast crunch cereal on top. That sounds amazing. It's a very sweet cold brew drink, but very delicious flavors. Mm. And that's one that also um, had changed since I was there in August because in August it was like a cookies and cream one. And Jeanette had texted me like, oh, I'm getting the cold brew from Pim's. And I was like, oh, uh, it's good, but the cookies on the outside are kind of weird. And she's like, it's not that one. Um, yeah. And so I was It's really... all cinnamony and cardamom. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think this one might have been the best one from the trip. It was yeah. wow. really really good the cardamom was like just a nice it was really nice addition. unique flavor it worked perfectly mm-hmm. i want to start putting cardamom in my coffee more often maybe it 100 percent tasted like cinnamon toast crunch coffee but fancier but fancier yeah. <laughs> and then we cardamom. also had a little brekkie we had some tots i had some impossible sausage and they was... seasoned their tots yeah that was... i find that like not the day of, but the next day after a race, I have to eat all the things. I'm so hungry the day following the race. And mm-hmm. this definitely held true. So it's like everybody else just got tots. I'm like, I want tots and the breakfast and the cold brew and all of it. So. <laughs> you earned it. Yeah. You totally earned it. So what time did the the non-early risers end up joining? Oh, we were still, still pretty early. Eight. It was like eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. We just, we, all, so all we did late. Was early entry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we decided to get Genie Plus for this day since we were all starting nice and early. Mm-hmm. Um, and we booked one ahead of time for Toy Story Midway Mania because that was already starting to get a little up in timing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Web Slingers at the time that we booked it was a really short wait. Unfortunately, by the time we got Web Slingers, it was a little bit longer of a wait. So. Mm-hmm. Which was literally we- right around the corner. So I think they had mislisted the, <laughs> the wait time. because Yeah, like, maybe. No. But you know what? It's it's a fun queue. Um mm-hmm. If anyone has, well, I mean, it's a it's a basic cue. The free show's cute, but if anyone's watched uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur on, I have uh, not. Which oh we both love. Gosh, it's so good. You have to watch it. It is. Where amazing. is it? It's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney mm-hmm. Plus, and it's okay. on some of the Disney channels and Disney XD. But the whole, whole it's first set series, in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. What? What? Very okay. Yes, I'll very check it out. Fun. I'll check it out. So yeah. Main character, genius little girl named Lunella Lafayette, and they feature her as one of the the whole theme for Web Slingers. It's like a different universe than mm-hmm. the MCU we know, in my opinion, because like okay. Peter Parker is like doing a stark internship like he says he yeah, does like when he lies like in the movie and says yeah. that he has an internship mm-hmm. this would be that internship if that internship actually existed, existed. but okay. he's so actually we're lying somewhere in the multiverse is, yeah, yeah but lunella okay. is also someone who is at this stark industries stark intern yeah thing okay um, so it was, really, it was just this was the first time i'd noticed that her name was there and they had a 
you know, a, a, a human picture person. of a human version yeah. of her. Nice. Normally we're seeing the cartoon version of her. It's very mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. But big shout out to that show and big shout out to that ride. Cause that's one of my absolute favorite rides at yeah. Disneyland. It is so much fun. Um, Cause it's, you know, midway mania plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Really I'm normally not like such a fan of those competitive games, but I thought I thought it was really easy to get the movement down and 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 it was fun and I just kept going pew 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 the whole time cuz I'm a child. <laughs> and Ryan and I like to compete. So I I, I assumed as much, Marin. So who won? <laughs> um Ryan wasn't in our car, right? Didn't we do a girls only car? think we did yeah yeah he rode with my parents but i'll just say i won i definitely beat him on toy story when we finally got to it so there okay all right (laughs) all right what else was on the agenda today um we had to do radiator springs racers because um my parents and ryan and i hadn't had a chance to do that and that is one of um my mom and dad's absolute favorites and so Mm -hmm. we did the individual lightning lane and did that since I'd already ridden it, I skipped it, and Rita and I went over and rode the Monsters Inc. ride because I'd never ridden that one before. It's cute. It's very yeah. cute. It is yeah. cute. Although I will say, I feel like the room with the doors mm-hmm. they should speed up a little bit. Mm, okay. They should like match the rhythm of the doors a little bit. But okay, yeah. I don't That's remember it that closely in detail. Marin, <laughs> um, just a quick question: What was the not the exact pricing of your individual lightning lane, but did you feel like it was comparable to the sort of individual lightning lane prices you pay in Orlando? I feel like it was a little less. I feel like it was like thirteen, maybe. Where I feel like Orlando, it always feels like it's twenty nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it was probably comparable, but it was one of those ones that we were going to do that attraction, so we were going to pay it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We also popped into the Sorcerer's Workshop where they do the animation lessons and, um, but just to see that room, that room is incredible. Mm -hmm. We just sat down for a couple of minutes and had all the the scenes with the sketch work Mm -hmm. all around us and it was really cool. And then I think we got a message from the group that they were heading towards Toy Story Mania, so we bopped out and met them. Yeah. So we all did Toy Story um and sometime during all this heck it might have been when we were sitting down for breakfast we did our mobile order for uh the lucky fortune cookery because that's what we wanted to do for lunch and the mobile order for it like fills up very quickly it's very that was actually the location that i had tried to go to on saturday and they weren't taking mobile orders anymore and the line was super long and moved Mm -hmm. super slowly so i got into that line um and gave up on it because um it was just it might have been the long it might have been the longest line in the park at that point so it seriously looked like an hour like for a food line yeah and at, and at that point, I just wanted a snack. I wanted the Baymax uh, macaron mm-hmm. and the uh, Thai iced tea with boba. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we pre-ordered, we were able to get our macarons and our Thai iced teas and mm-hmm. our yummy lunches. So it worked out really well. Sounds good to me. I love Thai iced tea. Oh, it's very good. But um, before we actually ate, we we managed to also do the aerial ride, um, which is the same one that they have at Fantasyland in Florida. Um, we did Soren, which is currently mm-hmm. around the world in California. 
So they've, the they've traded. Disney World <laughs> is California. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then I went to meet Daisy Duck because Daisy – I mean, honestly, all the costumes on the characters, on the Sensational Six characters in Disney, in DCA, are very cute. They're like these Hollywood costumes. Mm-hmm. But Daisy's costume is this adorable sort of like flapperish dress, um, mm-hmm. but flapperish going to her day job, not flapperish going out to the club. <laughs> Um, so, so cute. I have to find a fabric that looks like this so that I can make a Disney bound as DCA Daisy. I'm very into it. And I had gotten my nails done where one of my hands is Daisy Duck and one Mm -hmm. of my hands is Donald Duck. And there actually is a little Daisy face on my ring finger and a Donald face on my ring finger on each hand. Mm -hmm. And so I really wanted to show fancy dress Daisy my fancy Daisy nail. And it was such a fun meet. I mean, I always have a great meet meet with her. But this one was, again, particularly fun because I showed her my nail. She was very obsessed with it. She was very excited. And then I tried to show her my other hand, my Donald hand, and be like, look, I also have your boyfriend. And Mm -hmm. she grabbed the Donald hand and put it on my shoulder so that Uh it was out of the way. Because she only wanted, for like the photo cast <laughs> photos, she only wanted to show off the Daisy Duck. Hers. Thing. Okay. All right. I was like, you are salty, girl. You are salty. That's so Daisy. Um, I know. So we got a couple of, like Rita and I got a couple of cute pictures with Daisy. I got some pictures with Daisy. Mm-hmm. I hugged her and looked like I, you know, I'm a weirdo. I'm just like, can't get enough of hugging this duck. And then we met up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we met up. With the rest of the crew for our Lucky Fortune cookery lunch in San Francisco. Which was quite tasty. I have in my notes that we went to, I think what we did, had done is we had made a, a lightning lane for Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. but it was going to be a while. So we went to see Philhar Magic, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I believe that was a different time frame where we could book another genie. Um, which I think that that was Thunder Mountain, or Indy. and was it Indy? Yeah, Indy. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep, yeah, it was yep. Indy. So then, um, we we split up. So yeah. Rita and I, uh, were planning to go over to Disneyland earlier. Um, mm-hmm. the rest of the crew was first saying we were going to immediately go back to the hotel, but you ended up going to get wine and you should say where, cause I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. So Ryan wanted to go put his foot up for a while or my parents and I kind of convinced Ryan he should put his foot up because he had been on it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and so they, they headed back to the hotel and Ryan and I were like us too. Oh wait, we're going to stop at the um, I don't remember the actual name of the place, but it's right next to Wine Country Trattoria. Um, it might be like the Sonoma Tasting Terrace. That sounds right. Um, and it's just a little walk-up bar where you can get little glasses of wine. So mm-hmm. we got we each got a little, you know, tiny glass of wine and enjoyed it as we walked um kind of through the the Grizzly River Run Soren area and went to um the exit through the Grand Californian instead of going back to the front of DCA. Mm-hmm. We, we drank our wine and then we exited through the Grand Californian to get back to the Disneyland Hotel just for different change of scenery. 
Okay. And they don't ask you to see a, a Grand Californian reservation or any kind of on-property reservation to be able to use that exit? No, uh, they don't. I thought they used, I think to get, well, to, to get, get in. into the park, they don't because just to get into the hotel is a challenge, I think. So, um, but yeah, I don't think they even, they don't make you see it to get in anymore either. It used to be a lot more restrictive, but it's not. Um, so yeah, we went and were relaxed for a little bit. Um, and then we, you guys kept going. Rita had wanted to get a carrot cake churro. So she grabbed that. And I had wanted to get um, caramel corn. And there's only one popcorn booth in Disneyland or DCA that sells fresh caramel corn. Like you can get like the pre-bagged stuff at a bunch of places. Mm -hmm. But um, freshly popped, freshly carameled uh, corn only comes from the popcorn cart that's directly across the street from Carthay Circle. I ended up actually having to wait in a really long line for it because it also was one of the few carts that had what was called the Magic Key popcorn Mm -hmm. bucket. And that bucket wasn't anything like super cute, but it meant that for the first two months of the year, you could buy popcorn for $1.75. Okay. So you could get it filled for a dollar is what they call their pass holder. Did you yeah, have to be a pass holder to purchase that popcorn bucket? You did. Okay. But I wasn't interested in that bucket. Well, I was just interested yeah. in my caramel corn. And it, it kind of worked out. It was kind of serendipitous because because of the weight, when mm-hmm. I got up to the popcorn cart to place my order, they had just finished freshly making a batch of caramel corn. So it was like Mm. so fresh and still really warm and it was delicious. So we took our treats and we headed over to Disneyland. And I had wanted to do the Alice ride because I love Alice in Wonderland. I have her tattooed on my forearm. Um, And uh, Rita was game to wait in line with me. And it was about a 35 minute line. it's very cute. I really enjoyed it. I wish we have it have, would have it in Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I think my favorite part was probably the golden afternoon scene where all the flower the flowers are you know as big as me and they're singing. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, so we did that, and we also went to um, the Royal Theater. This was kind of Rita's thing. She really wanted to go see the Royal Theater players. Mm. They do two shows. They do Tangled and Beauty and the Beast. And we happened to catch Beauty and the Beast. And it is a very fun show. Um, They have like these performers who kind of narrate the show, but then also play the different characters. Mm -hmm. And then the main character, so in this case, Belle, is present. So there was a bell, like one who would, right. you know, you know, on the, on the streets of Disneyland, um, there was a bell on stage and, um, it's very funny. Like they're, they're very, um, they're, they, it's a very, it's a, it's a very humorous retelling of the story. And throughout it, they, you either say huzzah when something good goes on, or if Gaston shows up, you go fi fi and, um, so it was a little interactive and, and it was very, very cute. All right. What was next? Uh, I think that's when we finally all met up again, right? 
Pretty much. We went over to Adventureland because we were preparing to go ride Indy with everyone, and we were able to sneak in a quick visit to the Adventureland treehouse, which was recently redone. So that was pretty fun. There were some nods to SEA characters and stuff like that. So I always enjoy that stuff. Um, and then, yeah, we met up with everybody and, and basically walked on with our lightning lane to Indiana Jones. I'm really looking forward to Indiana Jones coming to Animal Kingdom. I have mixed emotions. I like that I'm only able to do it at Disneyland. It, it's a little specialness and I'm going to miss my dino. I know you um, love dinosaur. I do like dinosaur. I, you know, I just like that they're a little different. I don't really care about like the dinosaur. Well, the two things I love, I'm a huge Dr. Seeker fan. Right? That's love him so much. And yes. then, I mean, I guess this relates to him as well. The, the other part I love is at the end when he's like, you're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. You made it. You made it. Yes. yes. <laughs> I knew I you would. <laughs> yes. I scream that every time. I go, we're not going to make it. So, uh, yeah, I have mixed feelings. But, you know, it'll be okay, whatever happens. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we did Indy. Uh, then we did Big Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did finally get to do Haunted Mansion. Um, and then, and it was still the holiday theme, of course, the, mm-hmm. the nightmare before Christmas. Nice. Um, and then it was more food time, finally. So this was a reservation at the Magic Key Terrace? It was, yes. Okay. We had made it for six people, but we were seven, but they were very, they were graciously able to accommodate all seven of us. Nice. Which really meant bring an extra chair to a tiny table. <laughs> we were very cozy, it's but cute. it worked. It we were worked. snuggly. Yeah. Um, and the menu was almost 100% different from when I had eaten there um, in the fall, mm-hmm. September, I guess. Um, and so that was that was fun because it was, you know, way different food. Uh, there was a little bit of a mix up and we never got our soups. And then they offered mm. to comp us and we we're like, we're not hungry anymore. But the food we did get. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Um, we had a cauliflower, which was it was served awesome. over like a white bean hummus. It was delicious. It was a little spicy. It was really, it was really great flavors. Disneyland is not shy about spices um, compared yeah. to Disney World, I yeah. think, which I appreciate. You were only able to get up into this Magic Key Terrace because you had a Magic Key holder with you. Me. This yes. One. <laughs> oh, oh! I totally forgot. You yeah. bought one because you knew you'd be going there multiple times this year. Yes, yes. And my dad yeah. had hoped to buy one on this trip, but they sold out as soon as they re-released them earlier yeah. this year. And he had already bought a, a ticket, ticket, and so he wanted to convert it anyway. Um, yeah. So I, I have one for now, but okay, probably won't make sense to do it in future years. But it's been fun to have some of these little perks, definitely, and to share them with your friends who don't mm-hmm. deserve them but enjoy them. You always deserve them just for being my friend. You do. Sharing is caring. Exactly. Um, but yeah, dinner was fun, fun drinks, good mm-hmm. food. And then with full bellies, we went and rode the Incredicoaster. Oh, as you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the Incredicoaster. Unfortunately, it is one that makes me a little queasy, but mm. Ryan wanted to do it. And so I was like, okay, if Ryan's making a request to do something, like I'm going to power through. Mm-hmm. Um Fun thing that happened on the Incredicoaster, the guy in front of me left his baseball cap on and it flew off and hit me in the chest. Not hard. It was fine. But I was like, oh, a hat. And I caught it and I held on to it. And so you can even see in the the picture uh, that the ride takes that I'm holding his hat 
And he was so excited because apparently he really liked this hat. I'm like, well, you probably should have taken it off when they told you to. But I saved a hat. That reminds me. I can't remember what right it was. Oh, it this popped back up on social media recently where Fabio, do you remember this back in the day where he was Got on hit by a bird? It was a, like yes. a goose that was flying yes. and hit the him while bird. he was. Yeah. And he like came off the ride with a bloody face. What was he riding? He was it riding wasn't somewhere. It ride. wasn't at Disney. It was somewhere okay. like, I don't know. I don't know where it was. But anyway, like I saw that and I was thinking, I wonder how often that happens. And also, I'm super afraid of birds. I do not want birds anywhere near me. And the thought of one, like that, a new fear unlocked. Will I let it overpower me and not ride outdoor roller coasters? Probably not. I'll probably power through. But yeah, terrifying. So I'm glad it was just a hat. It was just a hat. Nothing that was going to hurt you. (laughs) I saved a hat. And then you guys headed back after that, right? Yeah. We called it a night after that. Did you keep powering through? Because I can't And of course, Rita and I kept going. Oh, Mm. you did? Because we still got up early the next day and we were like, how are they doing this? (laughs) Yeah. It felt felt fine at the time. It's not until late Tuesday that it really began to catch up with me. Okay. Um, (laughs) We were able to kind of once again walk on to Mickey and Minnie's. Um. And we also walked on. This was probably about 8 p.m. We walked on to Rise of the Resistance. Just walked right on. It was amazing. And for the first time, there's a scene with the AT-ATs. Mm-hmm. And I saw Finn hiding in that room. And I never saw that before. So that was really cool. So you're always assigned to one of the other two groups because it's based on what group you're in. Yeah. So you somehow are always with whatever two colors versus those. That's yeah, fun. I was in blue this yeah. time. Okay. So very cool. Uh, so I was that was very exciting to me. It was really fun. And then we got a lightning lane for Star Tours. And I actually went to get um ice cream from Gibson Girl because sometimes you just want that dryer's ice cream. And it was cookie dough and it was so creamy. And I felt like I was doing like a classic Disneyland thing. And I Mm -hmm. loved every second of it. It was actually Mm -hmm. a really nice portion. Um, So I gobbled down my cookie dough ice cream and we rode Star Tours. And then we hopped one more time back to DCA to get one more ride in on Guardians Mission Breakdown. Breakout. Breakdown. What song did you down? Uh, we got the disco song again. Oh, okay. Disco Inferno. Okay. Yeah. And I realized we made a stop on our way back. I forgot about yeah. that. Mom and Mariah went and got drinks. Oh, um, right. Because Mom, Mariah, and Dad did not do Incredicoaster. Mm-hmm. So they went and my dad got a milkshake from the Black... Black Tap. Black Tap. Tap. Yeah. And he just wanted a vanilla milkshake. Yep. He just wanted a vanilla milkshake, even though they do the crazy shakes. Um, and then mom and Mariah both got drinks to go from, um, I guess the walk-up bar that's between Trader Sam's and Tangaroa. I'm not sure what the actual bar name is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they took drinks to the room. Ryan and I, after we left Incredicoaster, decided we also wanted a milkshake um, or ice cream. And Salt and Straw had a long line, but there was no line at Black Tap. And so we got the crazy cookies and cream shake, mm-hmm. which is a cookies and cream shake with a pile of whipped cream and then a 
Oreo cookie ice cream sandwich on top as well. Very mm-hmm. practical. So that was delicious. We shared it. We have Black Tap in New York City and Jeanette and I have oh. been there together before. Yes, because I like to, when we get together as our Disney dames, I like to choose places that also exist at Disney parks. I love that. Like a New York Disney date. I love that. The final day, Tuesday, January the 16th. Marin, your parents were leaving in the morning, but but you and Mariah and Ryan did not have to leave until about six o'clock. Right. So how much did you do in this day or were you kind of experiencing some tiredness based on everything that you've been doing? <laughs> oh, she went to bed at reasonable hours. Yeah, I went to bed at reasonable hours <laughs> okay. because I had planned on Tuesday for those who could. So Jeanette, Rita, Mariah, and myself, we did one of the fitness classes that they offer at the Grand California Hotel. Okay. That actually is a power walking and power walking is a strong way to put it. It's a slightly brisk walking at times class <laughs> through California Adventure before it opens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, you walk through while, I mean, it, it, there are trucks and everyone doing maintenance. Um, and so you can't have your phone because it's very backstage at the time. So you mm-hmm. walk through there and you stop and stretch at different places the instructor points out some cool hidden Mickeys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had to be up and at the Grand California Hotel for 6.15 because um, the class started at 6.30. And so we all got up and did that. You would recommend doing that? It was awesome. Anybody? So it much the fun. coolest thing. It's the third time I've done it. Um, this was the second time. I, I've had two different instructors. I've had this woman, and I cannot remember her name. She's delightful. She's from Japan, but then she lived in Hawaii. Now she lives here, she, or California. She's so, she's so fun. She's a ball of energy. Um, so she did the first class I ever did. And the mm-hmm. first time I did it, she was like power walking. I think she's taken it down a bit. <laughs> I think for our group, she took it down a bit because there were some older bodies yeah. in our group. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. But the, the second time I did it, I had a, it was a guy instructor and it was just me and my dad and then a couple Mm-hmm. And he was a lot more chill. But, I mean, they're both great because they, they show you great stuff. You do walk, you know, a good two miles through the park. And mm-hmm. you stop and do some dynamic stretching. Sun rises. as we, The sun was rising as we were in there. It was, like, rising over uh, Radiator Springs and San Francisco. And just absolutely breathtaking. It's, like, other mm-hmm. than maintenance people, we're, like, the only nine people in this park. Yeah, you walk by the front of the park, like the park entrance at one point, and there's all the people queued up for early entry, and you're just like, hello, I'm a celebrity working out in Disney right now. <laughs> and she shows us all these, like, very subtle hidden Mickeys, hidden Baymaxes mm-hmm. that, like, you wouldn't catch on your own. Yeah. Um, we also did, like, as part of the dynamic stretching, we did, like, a mini Avengers workout in Avengers Campus, which was so fun. We were, like, kicking and punching and, like, making superhero poses. And mm-hmm. it was really fun and made, it got me thinking that I need to create a running playlist that's, like, a v- Avengers music that that would be mm-hmm. really fun. I could see you, Jeanette, organizing some sort of group in New York City where you are the exercise leader slash tour guide that are themed around, you know, fun, fun themes. So whether it's Disney or some other fun theme, I could, I could see you being successful at putting something like that together. 
I don't know. I don't know. I had my I had my Disney yoga during lockdown. It only went so so. So I might be burned by that. Yeah, but wow. lockdown's a little. Different. But that was virtual, right? Yeah, it virtual stuff. No, I'm thinking like in person. Yeah, yeah. People burned out on virtual after a while. I think yeah. an in person one with your personality. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yep. yeah. Maybe maybe. Yeah. I've 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 put away my lycra people. <laughs> For well, now. You have it. Now you're a runner. Now, <laughs> now we found I, it now in I between. Run in my lycra, yeah. Now okay. we found it in between. You walk and stretch people. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was definitely really fun. Did you go back to the hotel after that? We did. We had to go get cleaned up after that. Um, and unfortunately, I had a, a work meeting I had to take. Um, and we had to pack up and take mm-hmm. our bags to Bell Services since we were checking out of the hotel that day. And at this point, Rita didn't have another ticket for another day. So she mm-hmm. was going to hang out in the hotel. We got her extended checkout um, and, you know, maybe do a little downtown Disney time. But um, we were we kind of said goodbye to her as we uh, dropped off. You know, we headed out to drop off our bags of all services. Mm-hmm. So it was just Mariah and I going in for the early morning um, at Disneyland. Um, we were able to, she wanted to do Mickey and Minnie. She hadn't done it yet. So I did it for a third time. Uh, then we rode Indiana Jones. We were able to get on that right away. We rode Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, the redone Snow White dark ride, which was very cute. Um, and then that was about the time when Marin and Ryan joined us in the park. And unfortunately made Jeanette get in line to do Mickey and Minnie for her fourth time because I hadn't gotten to do it yet. Um, So we, yeah, we went and did Mickey and Minnie again. Um, And then I think from there, did we start snacking? Yes. Then we went over to Red Rose Tavern. There was another cold brew that I had seen listed. Uh, Marin also wanted to try the gray stuff because she heard it was delicious. <laughs> and it's different than it is at Disney World. Oh, okay. How is it different? It's on a little cookie and then it has uh, like a little red velvet cake, I mm-hmm. guess. In the center. In the center and then like a little raspberry. I guess I think it was like a little raspberry or a little gel, berry gel kind of thing. And then yeah. the, the um, gray stuff is swirled all around that. Mm, okay that does sound different it was it was so ryan and i shared some tots and then and we tried this cold brew which was to me was middle of the road it, it was, was. As good as it was as good as the breakfast cold brew that i had the first day but not as good as the cold brew infusion and not as good as the black calf jeanette i have in my notes that you also you had a friend coming to spend her birthday day so yeah. that was this that was this excellent day. Excellent timing to bring it up because okay. right after we left Red Rose Tavern, they all had tickets where they could hop, and they had plans to go have lunch a little later at Curly Circle. Mm-hmm. And Courtney and her boyfriend arrived. They joined me. Why don't we hear just uh, briefly what Marin and that part of the crew got up to for the afternoon? Then, yeah. So. Mariah and Ryan and I went so that she could get her coffee because she did not want the cold brew from Red Rose. She wanted the black calf again. Mm-hmm. So we went and got that coffee. Um, and then we kind of meandered around Disneyland a little bit more. Uh, the, the lines were pretty long. So we, we actually ended up doing, yes, we did Snow White. Um, and then 
decided it was time to head over to DCA and, and get ready for our dining reservation at Carthay Circle. Um, mm-hmm. But we did the Alfresco Tasting Terrace. So there's the outside seating in the lounge area for Carthay Circle. And then, then there's the like upstairs inside that's a little fancier. And I think the mm-hmm. upstairs inside is dinner only. Mm-hmm. So we, we were seated outside. Um, we all got some drinks and uh, some good food. We all shared a bunch of, of appetizers and then some uh, each got our own entree. We ended our meal with Brandy Alexander's because you can order those at Carthay Circle. And for silly reasons, we think those are fun drinks to get. So that was our dessert. Mm. Um, and that, that was about where we had to start wrapping up our day, unfortunately, and head Sounds back like to... Sounds like a good day, though. It was a great day. Um, but then, yeah, we had to head back and pick up our luggage and head to the airport. Mm. And Jeanette... What were you doing along with your friend Courtney? So Courtney had purchased a single day ticket that included Genie Plus. So mm-hmm. I made sure that I also got Genie Plus so that I could, you know, stay at pace with them. We did a lot of rides. We did sort of a mix of like booking the Genie Pluses and standing in some lines and we knocked out a bunch of stuff. She's a big a uh, thrill ride rider. So we started with Big Thunder Mountain. She rode in row 15. I rode in 14 because mm-hmm. the, the wildest of the wild ride in the wilderness. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the goat trick where we like stared in the eyes of the goat and it made the turn feel a little, a little stronger, which was super fun. Um, we did – I introduced them to Black Calf Cold Brews. Mm-hmm. So we went over to Batu, and they actually bought um, the uh, individual lightning lane for Rise Mm -hmm. while I kind of just hung out around Batu um, and bugged Marin and Mariah because that was about the time that they were at Carthay Circle. I'm like, hey, I'm by myself in Batu. (laughs) Um, And then when I met up with them, we rode uh, the Millennium Falcon, and Mm -hmm. I pulled the, this is my friend's birthday, can she be a pilot? So they were the pilots, Um, so that was really fun, and they loved it. They they actually said they liked it more than than Rise. Oh, wow. That's that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of headed over to Fantasyland and things like Teacup and Matterhorn. We had a lunch at Stage Door, like right by the horse, Golden Horseshoe, and had fish and chips, which were good, but not as good as the Epcot ones at Rose and Crown by any mm-hmm. means. Okay. Um. And we did Haunted Mansion. I believe that one we just waited in line for. We didn't do – that was, you know, like I said, we were sort of going back and forth between our lightning lane timings and and the lines. And we ended up waiting in some, like, half-hour lines. It was nothing too too crazy. Um, we did Pirates. Uh, we tried to do Mickey and Minnie's railway but right as we got to the front of the line it went down so we actually Mm. like the screen opened up Mm -hmm. and we went in and there was a huge crowd of people in what normally would be a hallway that you just zoom through and I was Mm -hmm. like this doesn't seem right so we ended up getting like one of those anytime um Mm -hmm. experience uh, credits 
Mm -hmm. And we thought we would use it for Indiana Jones because Indiana Jones was all sold out for Lightning Lanes, but Indiana Jones was down for the rest of the night. Um, So Pirates ended up being our last ride. We were also going to see about eating some food at one of the restaurants that's right around uh, New Orleans Square. But as we were getting off Pirates, everything stopped accepting people on the wait list. So we ended up leaving the park. I had pre-ordered earlier in the day the macarons from Jolly Holiday because mm-hmm. I'd heard that they will sell out throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So I'd ordered us two of the Mickey Mouse-shaped ones, which are raspberry rose, and then one of the specialty flavor um, cherry vanilla. Mm-hmm. And okay. I had picked those up. During the afternoon, um, I think we'd it would been we'd done like Space Mountain and Star Tours, and I had sort of picked them up after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after Pirates, we headed out. It was about nine o'clock, and we still had to go to the hotel and grab my my luggage from Disneyland Hotel, which was very easy. They let people come in for twenty minutes, and they just give you a card, and as long as you're within your 20 minutes. They don't charge or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to a BJ's, which I guess is a chain restaurant in California. And I had like a baked potato for dinner at like 10 p.m. And I was so tired. So that was after all of this like waking up in New York time but going to bed in L.A. Mm-hmm. time, this is when it really hit me. It was like the 10 p.m. dinner on Tuesday when mm-hmm. I was like, sorry, I am no longer an entertaining friend to be around. Um, but I went back to Courtney's house and we we both slept in the next day until like 1030, which was particularly funny because we had an 1130 lunch reservation. So we woke up an hour before our lunch reservation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that that ends my that ends the Disney portion of my trip. And then it was just, you know, catching up with a college friend, which was really lovely. That does sound lovely. It's it's funny when you said that you went to BJ's. I thought you meant like the facility that's like a Costco, but BJ's. You no. know, of, there's a big warehouse store that's no. Sort I mean, of... I do know it, but that's oh, not okay. where I went. <laughs> BJ's Brew House. Yeah, you know I was like BJ's. We it's... we do. No, like the the BJ's Brew House, like the restaurant you have. Oh this no, in New York? no, yeah. I've never never heard of it. In, we have them in Texas. It's the home yeah. of the Pazuki. Yes. And, I don't know and, what a And Courtney was is. thinking about because I think she might have gotten one for free for her birthday. Yeah, she would have. She yes, was thinking absolutely. about the pizuki. Okay. But, uh, Giant we didn't... cookie. Pizza. Okay. Yeah. It's like a pie cookie. Like oh, in okay. a like okay. in a got it. Skillet kind of thing. And they have all different flavors. All right. Yeah. That ma- that makes more sense than going to a warehouse that you can buy things in bulk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we have just just passed the uh, two hour mark, so I think we're we're good here. (laughs) Thank you, Marin and Jeanette, for coming back um, as a duo for the second time. Jeanette, this is this is her third time on the podcast, but I'm just thrilled to have you both on here. You're both VIPs, and I hope that you will continue to come see me and chat with me as you have future trips. 
Well, we're never going to stop going to Disney parks together. No, so you're not. There's always yes. going to be endless content for my podcast. <laughs> We've got some good ones coming up. We do. Ooh, we're, hitting right. a, we're hitting up all the spring dapper days minus Paris. Oh, wow. I mean, who says we won't add Paris? I mean, my wallet. My wallet says we won't add Paris. <laughs> but I hear Paris in springtime is lovely. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you both so very much. I really appreciate it. And we'll see you again very soon, I'm sure. Thank you to Jeanette and Marin for taking the time to sit down with me. I always have the best time talking to you two, and this time was no different. If you are interested in being a Trip Report guest, please check the show notes for information on how to reach out. And that will be all for today. I hope everyone has a magical week and that most of all, you'll keep daydreaming about where you long to be. 